0: what is up everybody welcome to the couple on fire podcast we're gonna continue the Christmas fun and uh, season 2 episode 16 today we're gonna be talking about Christmas fun facts and more that's coming up it was my idea right
1: <laughs> right that now. coming up right now
0: <laughs> are you a Christian and you are looking to take your faith your family and your future to the next level then this is the channel for you Welcome, welcome, welcome to today's show in the beginning of December. We're going to have some fun with this today. Actually, uh, we're going to have quite a bit of fun, okay, because there's some fun stuff on here that I bet not even you know, whoever you are that's watching today. So let us know uh, if you're on right now, if you're on live, uh, let us know. If you're going to be watching the replay, do us a favor and just uh, put hashtag replay in the comments so we know whether you're on live, not on live. We want to make sure we have an opportunity to connect with you, okay. So today we have some cool, fun
1: stuff. Yeah, I'm excited. I not you show everybody your awesome shirt that you got on there? I'm wearing a Christmas shirt every week this month, that's right, because it's my favorite
0: time of year. <laughs> it is, and I this is as Christmassy as I have right now. So, but if you show up on the last Tuesday of this month, not no. the second to the last. Hey, because the last the Tuesday, Tuesday before Christmas, yeah, Tuesday before Christmas, uh, we will have some super epic, brand new Christmas sweaters that we're going to be wearing. So, yeah. let us know if you're going to be hooking up with the uh, footy pajamas. Let us know. Yeah. Uh, I will not be doing that. My wife does wear mucklucks, though. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about what mucklucks are? Are you going to show them? Yeah. Boom! <laughs> it's hard to see. <laughs> mucklucks are They're what... super
1: thick fuzzy socks are like blankets for my feet yeah what's up mark remarks
0: who else is on here uh yeah so anyway so mukluks are like having sleeping bags on your feet yeah i love it i i'm sweating just thinking about
1: it it's freezing in here i'm cold right now it is not it is not that Mm. cold i feel like i should be like kenny from south park and be like (laughs) with like a hood yeah
0: All right, so we're going to kick it off. We have eight things we want to talk about, and we thought it would be really cool to kind of weave our traditions that we do and some of our own takes on some of the stuff that I'm going to share today. So uh, we decided on this episode today that we're actually going to talk about some fun, interesting facts about Christmas that maybe you don't know. There's actually stuff on here that I didn't know, and some of it's really actually kind of funny. So
1: Because last week we talked about 25 things to do, like giving back and service, and this week we wanted to be fun. Yeah. So- We'll kick it off. So
0: I was doing some research on the old Google machine, and I located this article. I mean, there's a bunch of them out there, but Good Housekeeping. Uh, so Good Housekeeping, we want to thank you for sponsoring our episode today by sharing oh my gosh. your awesome article with us, and we're going to be talking about it. So they had 30 different things on there. So if you wanted to go and just... Type in uh, Christmas facts, Christmas fun facts, yeah. and find the article by housekeeping. You can you can go through all of them, but we picked out eight of them, uh, eight of the ones that we feel like we could relate to, or we thought and that are fun, was really fun, yeah, yeah. Super, super fun. So the first one that we came across was the the third one that was in the least in the list, and it says, "Can you you can thank Prince Albert for your Christmas tree?" Now we can also th- thank... Prince Albert for piercings too because he he did that as well. So don't Google that though. That's dangerous. You might want to brew up a cup of tea when trimming your tree this year Mm -hmm. to pay homage to its origins. When Prince Albert of Germany introduced a tree to his new wife, Queen Victoria of England, it really took off across the pond. A drawing of the couple in the front of a Christmas tree appeared mm-hmm. in an illustrated london news in 1848 and as we say the idea went viral now mm-hmm. it looks like there's some like real candles on this sucker so that's probably dangerous but um you know we actually have a cool yeah. tradition that we started a few years ago with the christmas tree
1: yeah we actually go and cut a tree down it, we actually this was our 5th year doing it um, the very first year though, we went to, uh, I forget what the name of it was. And it was amazing because where I worked at the time, my boss turned me onto that place and said, you can go to this tree farm, like find your fur, Yeah. Some, something like that. Find my fur. I think that's it. Yeah. And anyway, yeah. It, you could get any tree, any size. It was $30. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this would be a great year to go do that. So we went, you know. And picked out a tree, and it is the most citrusy tree still to this day that we've ever had. And I don't remember what kind it was. And It was a fir. Mm-hmm. We know that much. Right. <laughs> but um, we get a Fraser fir every year now because where we go now is in lapier muches or mooches or whatever. Yeah. But um, it's not – Fraser fir out of all the ones they have is supposed to be the most citrusy smelling. But it's not nothing like the very first one that we got, and I don't remember.
0: Yeah, we do not. We still don't remember. We went uh, to the- Oh, because th-
1: the other tree farm has no trees left. Because they yeah. let everybody come down for $30. Yeah, for 30
0: bucks. Everybody's like slaying the dragon. They're like, we can not buy five of those <laughs> and have them in every room of our home.
1: <laughs> yeah, so yeah. It's sad.
0: Yeah, so we were forced to go to a new place. But much but, this is nice. But we do it every year, right? So we that's had a fake own. tree. Yeah. That's where I got the that's, where, that's where she got to know. But we used to, every year, put up a fake tree. And one year, Christy's like, I want to start chopping down- Uh, A real tree. So we thought that was really cool. You know, Uh, in the beginning, of course, our kids thought it was a really great idea. It was fun to do. But now you kind of, you almost have to drag them to it. But that's okay. They're old teenage boys and, you know, so. But it's also fun to have those types of traditions and stuff. But it's kind of cool. You know, they they talk about, like, you wonder where the roots of certain things come from. Yeah. Like, who thought about chopping a tree down and shoving it in their house and then thinking, this is a really good idea. I always think of the Christmas story, though, where the squirrel jumps out.
1: No, it's National Lampoon. National Lampoon's, National Lampoon's yeah.
0: Christmas Vacation or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, so yeah, so that is the first one that we have on the list. The and it second attacks one, everybody. The second one, and it's actually really funny to me. Mm-hmm. So, the sixth one that was on that list was hanging stockings. Started by
1: accident. I thought this was really interesting. It is
0: interesting. So, according to the legend, uh, I want you to know, everybody here to know, this is just something we found online. We can't, we didn't fact check everything. Yes, okay, we no. didn't go that this far. This is just fun, yeah, okay? I didn't, I, you know, put a little asterisk, to disclaimer, on there. We can't back any of this stuff, but we thought it was really interesting stuff. So, yeah, like that one
1: baseball player,
0: little asterisk.
1: you know,
0: <laughs> it's not infor- real, unfortunately. Okay, so according to legend, we hang stockings by the chimney with care, thanks to a poor man who didn't have enough money for. Uh, His three daughters' uh, dowries, generous old St. Nick, remember, that is his trademark, uh, dropped a bag of gold down their chimney one night where the girls had hung their stockings to dry. That's where the gold ended up and how the tradition began, which I thought was really neat.
1: Yes. So why
0: don't you tell everybody a little bit about our uh, stocking tradition? Everybody has stockings a little bit different, actually, for Christmas. Tell everybody how we do them.
1: Um, Well, first I wanted to say how we all got them. So when we blended our family, you know, um, Josh's kids had two stockings and my kids had two stockings and their stockings got left with their dad because when you separate, you don't think like, oh, let me go through all the Christmas stuff. That's whatever. Everything, yeah. So my mom actually took us all to Bronner's and got each of the, let each of the kids pick out their own stocking and got their names embroidered on them from the very beginning. So that was a lot of fun. But what we do is there's always, um, we fill their stockings with candy they always have a stocking stuffer of some kind in there, you know, like like a T-shirt or a little gift card or something, you know, very minimal. Like cologne 10, sometimes. Yeah, cologne, $10, Body's $20. Great. But it's usually their, where their first clue is because we do a scavenger hunt. One, each of the kids have one present every year that they call their big present, and um, that's where the, they can find their first clue. To their scavenger hunt yeah so really quick too about christmas trees i did learn a valuable lesson last year too because i got a i bought i love christmas so i ended up buying another christmas tree a fake one to have it out in my main room where i sit so i could have a christmas tree out there and i learned a valuable lesson last year because last year i wrapped all the kids presents yep and i put them under that tree so i could look at the tree my christmas tree with presents under it and all of them even though they're teenagers were like why aren't our presents under the real tree <laughs> So, I had to move them. So, yeah. this year I didn't do that.
0: Yeah, it's super cute. Hello, Miss Candy. I saw that you were on there. I'm sorry. I meant to say something earlier, but we were talking. When it does come to stockings, so stockings are different for everybody, right? And I actually saw an article the other day. It said, you know, how do you handle uh, wrapping presents? Some families don't wrap some presents and they do wrap some other presents, which is super strange to me, but I know everybody has their own type of traditions you know and same thing with stockings like we make sure that uh christy went out and bought like these weights which i'm sure everybody has seen them so we can put them on our mantle above our fireplace instead of actually nailing nails into the to the mantle itself so which was kind of cool and uh Mm -hmm. you know so i know everybody does it things a little bit different but this year which is really
1: weird we got our dogs
0: we bought the dogs some this year (laughs) Mm mm-hmm like they're not fat enough as it is. And it's really funny because so so she mentioned our little Christmas tree that we have in our main family room. Mm-hmm. And she put up this little tree. I say little. It's, I don't know, what four or five feet tall. Five feet, yeah. Yeah, five feet tall. And our little chihuahua, because she puts the little skirt around the tree, she likes to lay under it now, which
1: is kind of hilarious. It's so cute. She's so much like, like, like a cat. It's like her throne.
0: It's She's so much like a cat, so it's super funny. All right, so let's move on to the next one. The next one, number 11 in the list, says, Celebrating Christmas used to be illegal. By the time the Puritans settled in Boston, celebrating Christmas had uh, become outlawed. From 1659 to 1681, anyone caught making merry would face a fine for celebrating. After the Revolutionary War, the day was so unimportant. (gasps) Gasp, babe. It's So sad. It was so unimportant that Congress even held their first session on December 25th, 1789. Christmas was not proclaimed a federal holiday for almost another hundred years, providing that the Grinch's notor- notorious hatred of the holiday was alive and well long before he was. And this really springs to me about how, you know, Christians, this is a very important holiday to us Christians. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we would... St- so, I mean, it's funny, but in the Christian world, we would say that it's the second most important. Uh, but you can't have the the number one important if you don't have this one because... It is. Jesus can't die unless he's born, right? So, yes. So,
1: Easter... Yeah, we get caught up in that
0: whole Because that's realm. when he
1: rose from the dead. Yeah. And Christmas is when he was born. But you, you
0: you would think, like, the times that we live in now, you know, we it's easy for us to complain. You know, if you live in Michigan, it's easy for us to complain about our governor and a lot of things that are going on. But could you imagine for it to be illegal to be married? I mean, literally, to be happy, like during Christmas Mm. time, would be really super sad. So, no, I don't know. I thought that one was pretty interesting. Like, it actually was outlawed
1: at one point, which makes me super sad. Yeah. This is one of my favorites. Speaking
0: of being outlawed, this next item should be outlawed. So, the 12th one in the list is Settlers created the first American (laughs) Mm. eggnog, right? So, the James, now we know there's, that's a probably 50 50 split for a lot of people. You either love it or you hate it, right? Mm hmm. Like our whole I just had a little glass a... <laughs> of it before we came on here. <laughs> no. The Jamestown settlers created the first American batch of eggnog, although it may not have tasted quite the way we know. I don't know how it can get any worse. And love today, the word nog comes from the word grog or any drink made with rum. Mm hmm. Center. Okay. So technically, an early nog didn't require the rich, milky base we now ladle out of Grandma's Cut Crystal Punch bowl.
1: That went kind of, like, deep with that to left field with Grandma's <laughs> cut crystal punch bowl or whatever. A little bit but I love, Graydon and I are the only two in the house that like eggnog. No one else. Josh and Garrett and Josh don't yep. like it. But Graydon and I's favorite is holly nog that you can find. It has just a slight, di- slightly different flavor. It's like a Meyer or something, isn't it, normally? Yeah, Meyer. Yeah. Meyer is Meyer. where we get it, but... It's very, it's very, very good. I like eggnog, but I really like the holly nog. It's very good.
0: And it's non-alcoholic, just so we're all clear on that, okay? <laughs> but eggnog is one of those things. It's like, I can't get over the texture of it. Yeah, Mark. Uh, yes, thank you. High five, Mark. Okay, I can't get over the texture of it. It's it's like mm. drinking cream. Yeah, and I just can't, like, I can't do it, so. It's so good. I, I really have, have considered on, speaking of, um... The Christmas Vacation movie is the
1: goose, the moose,
0: the moose, the (laughs) the moose mugs.
1: I want that. They sell those, and I want them.
0: I know. I need to get one of the turtlenecks that he has in there, where it's just black under a white shirt, and it's just the cutout. No one's gonna
1: know what you're talking about.
0: Everybody will know what I'm talking about from the movie.
1: I never noticed that before until you told me about it. If you
0: haven't noticed it, you need to watch it and see. It's hilarious. Uh, It is hilarious. All right, so moving on. The next one in the list is number seventeen. It is
1: the term Xmas dates okay. back to the 1500s. So I asked him to include this in here, and this is the reason why. And I was actually talking to one of my colleagues today at work, and I was telling her about this, and she goes, "I never knew that either." And that's how I was raised: is that when you're getting raised, I was told my whole life, like those sinners are trying to take Christ out of Christmas, and they're putting an <laughs> X on it, which means they're Xing him out. And I always have thought that. I was always told that my whole life. And this girl was too, right? So one day, Josh comes home from church and said that him and um, the lead pastor were talking. And they got to talking about this. And our lead pastor was like, do you really know that that's not wrong? And this is why. And Josh was telling me all about it. And I'm like, oh.
0: Yeah, he ended up doing a message about it. Well, included in one of the messages on a Sunday.
1: Yes. I'm like, more Christians need to hear this one. Right. Because...
0: So I'll read it. So you think Xmas is a newly nefarious attempt to take Christ out of Christmas? Uh Aha, think again. According to From Adam's Apple to Xmas, an essential vocabulary guide for the politically correct. Christianity was spelled Xianity as far back as 1100. Uh, X or Chi in Greek is the first letter of Christ and served as a symbolic stand In in 1551, the holiday was called Extemas, but eventually shortened to Xmas. In reality, Xmas is just as Christian as the longer version. See, I like that now. Now I don't know about all the the dates and all of that stuff, but uh, you know, our lead pastor, even like I said, did it was last year, year before. He actually talked a little bit about it. But
1: I loved learning that. Yeah, you know, instead of walking around and seeing, be like, "Ooh, people sinners." You know, and saying, "Oh, it doesn't matter." Even if they are trying to do it for that reason, it doesn't matter. I, what I like about the facts, too, these fun
0: facts, is it's really good to like do your own research on stuff. So, yeah. just because people in our lives tell us something, it doesn't make it a
1: fact. Or good housekeeping is telling us this. Good housekeeping
0: it... is apparently a good rule of thumb. <sighs> they know everything. They make it look nice anyway. So we'll go. Yeah, for I thought that was really cool. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's a cool one. All right, moving on to the next one. This is one of my faves. This one's funny, okay? So number 22 in the list. It's mistletoe's name isn't as sweet as what you think it is. The name itself even has a meaning that might not inspire as many warm fuzzies. However, mistletoe thrush birds eat the plant's berries, digest the seeds, and then the droppings eventually grow into new plants. Ooh. So, the Germanic word, or Germanic, Germanic, yeah, I think that's right, word for mistletoe literally means dung on a twig. Not like how it says
1: pucker up. (laughs) We should replace (laughs) dung on a twig with all the Christmas songs that use the word mistletoe and just see how it sounds. (laughs) Just roll with dung on a twig. So, (laughs) you're going to kiss somebody
0: this holiday, you better head over to the dung on a twig. Head over to the (laughs) dung. We're not one
1: to put. Uh, mistletoe in our house—we never have. It's no. never been a thing. But I wonder how many dung beetles ended up with mistletoe in their house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: we're not. Uh, we've never been mistletoe people. Like I know some people are. They're like a, it's like every year. It's a tradition. Yeah, they make it yeah. a tradition. So it just hasn't been for us. I thought that one was hilarious. Okay, this one's actually kind of cool. So uh, number twenty-four on the list says candy canes originated in Germany. The National Convectioners Association. Uh, says a choir master originally gave the candies to young children to keep them quiet during long church services. Oh, my gosh. It probably was a Baptist church. Okay. Grand- grandmas who still dole out sweets during droning sermons, you've got history on your side. But it wasn't until a German-Swedish immigrant decorated his tree with candy canes in 1847 that they became popular as a Christmas candy. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because anytime you've been in church, I remember being going to church with my grandparents when I was younger. My grandma would always keep mints in her purse. Mm-hmm. And, and you can to hear keep them. keep us kids busy. <laughs> yep. And to keep us kids busy, it was like, here. And yeah. Now I know why. Mm-hmm. I was being tricked into shutting up.
1: Mm-hmm. Now I know. So. And you can hear cool. them, the little crinkly things. Yeah. All the blue haired ladies. <laughs> You'll look around. Right.
0: Their hair matches their car color. <laughs>
1: You look around, you see them like, and then they're putting stuff back in their purses, or they're getting their Kleenex out, Yep. like, like type of thing. Yeah, but
0: that's cool where candy canes uh, actually came from. So it's my grandma had Werther's originals. Werther's—that's an old person candy for sure. Yes, yeah. I think that's my true. dad started um, carrying those in his car now. So dad, uh, my other ride. grandma
1: had butterscotch, mm, butterscotch candies.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. I don't know. It's like you lose your taste for other things. And when you get older, it's like butterscotch becomes good. Mm. It's like cream corn. Oh,
1: Okay. Never. are okay. off topic. Yeah,
0: we are. Okay. So the next thing on the list. Okay, <gasps> I, gotcha. I thought
1: this was cool. Yeah, this
0: one was really cool, actually. Okay. So it says, uh, the 28th one in the list says, this Christmas gift held a life-saving secret. Yeah. Ooh. During World War II, the United States Playing Card Company joined forces with American and British intelligence agencies to create a very special deck of cards. They gave them out as Christmas gifts that also helped allied prisoners of war escape from German POW camps. Individual cards peeled apart when moistened to, (laughs) to reveal maps of escape routes. Sometimes truth really is stranger than fiction. I think that's really
1: cool. I know. I thought that was really cool. Yeah,
0: I think that's really, really cool. So, I mean... That's smart, and, and I mean that's super smart. Yeah,
1: because they could <laughs> pee the on Doug them. Is old, they cool. could pee on them if they didn't have any water available, and then peel them apart and get their escape map. I mean, that's what I would do.
0: I would yeah. just pee on it. Let's move us up here. Doug just, is like, old. Doug likes Werthers. Doug is a Werthers guy. I'm older than Doug, and so are you. But he acts. He's acts. He's old. souled like you. Yeah, that's true. Because he doesn't be have a, Werthers. Just clear on that, Stacey. Okay. She doesn't carry Werthers, so Doug is a. I love Werthers. Officially old. I
1: don't carry them around with me, but I love Werthers originals. They're so good.
0: Yeah, they're 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 like a creamy hard candy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <They're> so. Mmm. <laughs> She's like, that's so good." All right, so where are we at? Oh my gosh, we're coming up to the very end. This is the very last one. It is. Yep. Oh. That yeah, we're blazing through them today, Mama. So the 30th one on this list, and this is, uh, we're a Divided Home with this too. So tinsel has a storied history. Tinsel was invented in 1610 in Germany and was, Germany, man, they got everything. It Germany and was originally spun from real silver, making it far from the chintzy decoration it is. Now, it also has an edgy history. The U.S. government once banned tinsel because it contained poisonous lead. Mm -hmm. But never fear. Now it's made of plastic. Probably comes from China. Uh, However, you should still use caution if you have pets or small children since it's still harmful if swallowed. So, tell them about it.
1: Okay. So, I like garland. So, the little girl that she has on her right now actually has garland, it looks like, wrapped around her. And the tree behind her has tinsel on it, it looks like. So I like garland or nothing, like just bulbs on my tree. And Josh really likes tinsel. So what we've started in our house is we've done every other year. Yep. Now, last year was supposed to be a tinsel year, and we never did go out and get the tinsel. So end ended up being two years in a row that we had a no-tinsel tree. Yay! And But this year we're doing tinsel. So the tree is up. We have to go this weekend and buy the tinsel, but we have to put I hate tinsel okay. on a tree.
0: If you're listen, if you're Team Tinsel, you need to let us know. Okay, we don't care if you're not Tinsel fan. We don't care. Don't put that in there. But if you like Tinsel, you need to let us know.
1: I do not like Tinsel. Tinsel is awesome. Tinsel is so pretty. No, it makes the it makes the tree shine a little bit better. It looks like it's trashy to me. It looks like shredded papers that's thrown all true. over my tree. Shredded paper doesn't shine like this. If enough. anybody would like it, it'd be me. I love glitter. Anything glitter. Okay, I don't like tinsel.
0: It looks beautiful.
1: (laughs) I like it. Mm
0: -hmm. So, you know, it's funny. Christy said something earlier, though, about, you know, a tradition that we do each and every year, you know. And it's really hard when you have children and they get older. And it's it's really hard to try and adapt to them getting older. You know, a lot of parents, what they'll do is they'll try and tell your kids, too bad, so sad. Suck it up. Like, this is a tradition. You need to like it. And we've really tried to adapt, you know, and still continue to keep things relevant for them, which is really a big part of even, you know, Christianity today is make sure that we don't veer away from the word of God, but still make things relevant. So Mm -hmm. people still want, you know, to consume and be part and things of that nature. So, you know, she mentioned earlier, and we've probably mentioned on a show before or two about us changing up a little bit and doing these scavenger hunts. Mm -hmm. So it was years ago now. It was probably five or six years. It was probably longer than that now. Because we've been in this house for six years.
1: Oh yeah, we've been so, doing it
0: for like eight. So probably eight years. We decided, you know, we're going to try just put a small twist on our traditions in our home and f- for Christmas time. And we decided, you know what, we're going to start doing these fun little uh, scavenger hunt. We did never considered making it a tradition. Okay, we just figured we would try yeah. it one year, and we tried it, and the kids fell in love with it. And we these- actually
1: did it because we got them the old place that we used to live. All three boys had to be in one room. And so we um, got them one big present that was supposed to be a present for all of them. And we were trying to decide... Who, like, and we didn't want it to be a problem because we're also a blended family of who was going to unwrap it and all this stuff. So, what we did is we put clues in each of their stockings, you know, and made them be like a puzzle. And they had to put the puzzle together to figure it out. And then they had to each go together to find the next clue. So, that's how we originally started it because we wanted to make it fair for this one present that was for all of them. Yep. And then they loved it so much, we continued.
0: And now our daughter is 24, well, she'll be 24 this month, and married, and she still wants us to do it for her. I mean, she's a girl, right? And so girls are a little more, they're a little easier to please when it comes, and probably probably fun and loving, yeah, when it comes to that. Our boys, not so much. But now we have a 19-year-old, an 18-year-old, and a 16, soon to be 17-year-old, and they still want us to do it and that's impressive to us okay yeah. because these kids they don't like to do anything no nothing so you know I really challenge everybody you know if you have children you know don't 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 get stuck in your old ways you can take old traditions and bring in new traditions to try and make things work in a way that is now exciting to us we enjoy doing it
1: yeah so we um also t- decided to this will be the first year every year we would take them and make them go with us and each pick out a bulb and or an ornament it's not always a bulb but i call them bulbs and uh at first they really liked it and then as they've gotten older they've hated it the last two years they really 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 have despised it so this year even when i brought it up it is like real bad like way worse than the tree the tree they kind of complain but i think they do that out of habit sometimes because once we get out there they're fine Um, so this year we're going to change it up and I decided that because I still want to go. So each year I'll, we'll just go and we'll pick them each out an ornament and every year they're going to get an ornament from us. So. So
0: I want to answer this, Tyler. I'm glad that you actually asked something like this. So I'm going to put it up here for everybody to see. It says, where's your guys' stance on Christmas being a Christian holiday versus a pagan tradition? And I had an atheist friend ask me about this. So I think there's a lot of ways to really kind of dive into something that would be considered, you know, controversial when it comes to that. But I don't I don't want to downplay what Christmas is a meaning, but I want to compare it to something else that maybe kind of puts it in perspective. So, Christy years ago had someone that said something to her about getting a tattoo. Okay? And they were like, "Well, you shouldn't get a tattoo, you know, because you're, you know, you're damaging, you know, the temple, you know, of God." And she said to them, which I thought was very eloquent, is she said, you know, What you do, what's between you and God is between you and God, you know, and the way that you want to handle that is between you, two. So I think when you, you frame the question, you know, how is this, you know, the stance on this? Well, our stance is that Christmas is a Christian holiday now. You can go way back and look, and Christ probably wasn't born until the spring. We can get into all of those those things, but the thing is, is we've, we chose to say that we believe in Christ's birth, and we're choosing this time of the season to celebrate that. Not that everybody's going to believe in that, and not everybody's going to agree with that. It's no different than we celebrate Halloween. Uh, Halloween is also known as a pagan tradition. You know, but when it comes down to it, uh, you know, it's about our beliefs and what we believe in and how we interact and our beliefs. Not everyone's going to share that belief. And there's always going to be people are going to want to poke holes.
1: Yeah, I think, though, it's with anything. So um, most businesses... I I can relate it to anything. So in most businesses, businesses talk about culture and they want their culture to be better and they want their employees to get along and they want their employees to know that they care about them. But they talk about it as if it's this thing when if you're hiring people and training people to be loving, supportive team member people, you really don't have to talk about having good culture. It's just infused in the culture. And, you know, someone brought it up to me the other day and said, you know, at Walt Disney, she worked at Walt Disney. She said we never talked about, had to talk about culture because it is what we were. Yeah. And it's the same thing when it comes to Christmas for us. We don't talk about like, this is Jesus's birth. This is, you know, it's it's a holiday of giving. It's It's the overarching whole thing about Christmas. So Christ was born. It's his birthday. God sent his son down to be born on that day. It's a season of giving. Mm -hmm. So we celebrate that with giving gifts to every, I mean, every person that we possibly can. And also know that it's Jesus's birthday. It's it's like people saying that God is love, but they don't want the judgment portion of it. You know, and our pastor says it all the time. There, there There is not one without the other. God is love. He doesn't mm. love and judge. He judges you and convicts you and does it all within the realm of love. So it's the same thing for us. So whenever anybody's asked me that before, like, oh, I can't believe, you know, that you get so caught up in it. We don't get caught up in the, the money aspect of it or even the celebrating necessarily well, that Santa's coming and the reindeer. We make it just a season of giving and service and, and, love. and love. I mean, love. that's really what it's about. And caring and community and friends. And, I mean, yeah. to be completely honest with you,
0: if if the world changed tomorrow in a way where it says you can't celebrate Christmas on December 25th, okay, that's fine with me. Because I don't celebrate the 25th of December. I celebrate the season of Christmas, which exactly what Christy said, is the birth of Jesus Christ and and, and the season that invokes and involves all of that. It's You can't take that away from me. You,
1: the day can be yours, but that's not what we celebrate, you know? Tyler, I, oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Tyler, I love you and Kelly. <laughs> like, I love you guys. I love what you stand for. So many no of the things... Worked. So I know so many of things that Kelly says on you guys' show is something that I have said, and then so many of the things that you say and stand for and your humor and all of that reminds me so much of him. I really wish we got that we lived closer to you guys because it is so hilarious.
0: He's like nobody's worse than Satan. Like hold your roll,
1: (laughs) right? (laughs) Honestly,
0: trying to get my kids some candy here, you know. But but this is the thing, right? So when we decide that we're going to become not just believers in Christ, but followers of Christ, We're now called to a higher level of responsibility, the way that we we respond to people. And also when we do that, we're now susceptible for people to start chucking rocks at us. You know, is it a pagan holiday? You know, how are you believing this? Why would you believe that? That's what happens, you know? and the I think you should focus on your relationship with Jesus. and, And that's exactly right. And the thing is that I love so much, I was told years ago, it said that, you know, the best way to share Jesus with somebody is share your testimony because nobody can challenge that. And I think that's just so beautiful. Our belief is our belief. Now, we want to go out and give the good news and tell the good news, but if somebody wants to challenge me on what the December 25th the day is and then the calendar and how the moon aligns with it and all this other stuff, I just, I'm not doing the chunky dunk in the water with you on that one. I'm just not going there because that's not my purpose and point, you know, is to honor and glorify Christ here on earth, which I know you believe, and I know that you and Kelly are the same way. And, that's just the, li- the life that we're going to live. People are going to throw rocks.
1: And I love that um, as Christians, when we can respond back with humor, you know what I mean? Yes, like, well, I agree, a lot of people want to challenge me um, about things. And sometimes when I, I can just respond back about my testimony and other times I can respond back with humor, like yeah. I'm not worshiping Satan. OK, <laughs> right. I think you can chill out a little bit, yeah. you know, and uh, people appreciate that.
0: Yep. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. So we want to thank everybody for being here today. That's a wrap for today. And um, don't forget to come next week. We'll have a special new brand new sweater to wear. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.